Hey everybody, it's Stefan here from a Comedy Advice Podcast, just tickled with delight, and I hope to tickle you too with this episode as my feather, because guess what? I am bringing you Beth Stelling. No, that is not a guy being gagged. That, that was supposed to be hype horns, like in that Drake video. Ain't I seen nothing at all. Anyway, guys, F Drake. We're talking about Beth here. Beth is a comedian. You may have seen her on Netflix. She's episode five, season one of the stand-ups on Netflix. She's got a little special there, which is hilarious. She also has a brand new special presented by Conan and Team Coco on HBO Max, Girl Daddy. And oh my lord, we talk about her specials, we talk about her comedy, we talk about how she juggles her comedy, being a writer, doing punch-ups for shows like Crashing or the movie Good Boys. And you know, we talk about all that stuff, but Beth, the thing I love about her is she's so down-to-earth and she made me feel like we were really good friends. So I loved chatting with her and I... I Oh, God, she's just so funny and so good and so kind-hearted, and I really liked Beth. I really, I didn't want to say love because I don't want to, if she hears this, I don't want her to be like, "Mm, okay, well, never talking to this guy again, but she was so fun to be with, and, and I just had a pleasant time. I was thrilled, so I know you guys will be too. Before we get into the episode, just a huge thank you to Beth, and then you know what? A huge thank you to you! Yeah, yous guys, for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. Glad to have you here. Stay around, sit a while, take off your jacket, make yourself at home. Don't touch anything in the cupboards, though, okay? That's mine. If this is your guy's second or third or fourth or fifth time or 177th, God, I just love you guys. Come here. Give me a high five. You guys are the best. And you know, the only way that you could get even better is if you leave me a review, if you subscribe, if you tell a friend, or the link is in the show notes to my Patreon page and you can support me financially with money so that I can make this a better podcast and so that I can have a studio, I can have a guy that pulls up and facts checks, facts, no, he doesn't fax things, but he fact checks things. But God, guys, I'm just elated elated for you guys to listen to this episode so i'm gonna stop talking and let you listen to it ready set go a comedy advice podcast an advice podcast for death and, and friends to make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally what was that seven uh, comedy advice podcast <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to another episode of a comedy advice podcast my name is stefan aka Podman satani <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I just so you know, I've never called anybody else Podman. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I I don't know whether to be honored by that or I I I mean I love it. If it's you calling me Podman, I feel good about it. But it sounds like such a dude. I I feel like a douche when I'm being called. Really? Podman. Yeah. I freaking honestly, to me, it was endearing. Like, hey, Podman. I don't know. I've never called anyone Podman before. Um, and who's to know what to expect when someone emails you? Because we've never met, right? We've never met. Yes, we've never met. That's right. Yeah. And Do so I look familiar? Never know. No, but I have been to Phoenix for the Bird City Fest. So it's like sometimes I meet comics and I don't get to remember them as well as I'd like. 
Because you don't give them cool nicknames like Podman. Mm-hmm. God. But when I emailed you, hey, Podman, it's like, that was just for you. It's kind of I, fun. I don't know. I don't think it's fishy. I don't know if you tell that to every guy that you, you know on, that go I on their podcast. You okay. know that I'm, I'm real. I do. I do. I know. I know it's real. It's real. And mm-hmm. I feel honored. And I haven't even introduced you yet. Guys, oh, yeah. this mellifluous voice is coming from the very <laughs> special comedian and writer. And she's got a new special out. Girl, daddy, Beth Stelling. Hello. <laughs> Ashley eats part of a bagel. Oh, I'm man. Here. I I'm actually. Here. Oh, oh, my God. Uh-uh. I cut you off right as no, you were I'm talking. Here. I have nothing to say. <sighs> Pod man being a douche yet again. <laughs> I want you to strike douche from the record because you're not. Oh, I, I really appreciate that. I was going to ask you too. I, I had my, by the way, if I look to the left, that's me looking at the agenda and some of the questions that I wrote down. I took copious notes and I listened to various podcasts. You have, you've done a tour yourself in, in podcasts. Yeah. I think that's why once, when you came into my life today, you know, you were very <laughs> kind and patient but i was just wrapping up some jackbox games and that was more for fun but still like you know it was with a another comic group and we're all trying to do things to be entertaining for people and then like you're saying i've done every podcast under the sun to promote (laughs) my special um, because we're living uh, through a pandemic and there's no real like press tour to do i mean i'm doing conan and stuff but that's because he produced my podcast or i'm sorry my (laughs) my special i'm brain dead Oh, all good. And I know you have a podcast that came out recently, too, with your mom, Diane. That's right. Where you and your mom call other people's moms, including Seth Rogen, Jonathan Jonathan Van Ness, a bunch Mm -hmm. of others. I I have to say, there are a lot of podcasts, so when you say it's a unique podcast, there's usually someone else that does it, but I don't think anybody else does what you guys are doing. So I don't think so. I feel excited by that. Thank you. Yeah. And what got you guys into the idea of, hey, let's do this podcast like this? Well, I knew that I, you know, who knows what what people are going to, I'm just stretching just so you know, who knows what people are going (laughs) to um, like. And so that's why you have to go with what you're interested in, what you like and what you would enjoy doing. And I'm close with my mom and I... I felt like if I'm going to do a podcast, it better be very different because I can't just right. do another podcast. So it has to have an angle. And then the more, the most important thing was I don't want to bother my friends. So I bothered their moms. <laughs> That's genius because the friends' moms don't have publicists. You can just call. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that works, actually. That might be more complicated. Their quotes are lower. You, you got, you know. You barely have to pay them. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they, um, the moms are usually excited to do it. And of course, I get the go-ahead from my friends. There's only been one I didn't get the go-ahead from. It was Will Forte, but I had kind of known his mom, Patty. So it was like, and I also, he's like the kindest person that's ever walked the earth. And I knew he wouldn't mind. Oh, and when that's I, really... Even when I did ask him later and said, hey, I you know, I should have asked you first. And he was like, no, you know, I don't mind. So he said, no big deal. I'm happy. You know, I forget exactly what he said. I could pull up the texts if we need. (laughs) 
But the point if is, I, he didn't mind. I trust you, and Will Forte. That sounds like something he would say. I don't know. Oh him, my gosh, but. you can't walk through. You can't walk with Will through a party with, and have him still be next to you. If you're if you're headed towards the chips together, you're you're gonna end up with the chips alone. Because any he he lo- he talks to anybody. He's very friendly. Gives people the time of day and energy. Can't say enough nice things about him. Oh, that's so nice. And he lets you have all the chips because I'm exactly. a chip guy. I love chips. But so. I do save some for him because I know he's not going to make it over there. He's going to get stopped. Oh, what are the, you guys are a great duo. You guys have got uh-huh. a great dynamic going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Who, <laughs> <laughs> if you could... it's, making it, it's making it sound like all I do is go to parties with Will Forte and head <laughs> to the chips. <laughs> it's guys. happened like... It's Where really are the only chips? happened once. <laughs> Stop everything. I need them chips. Tostitos all the way. Uh, I'm, I'm referring specifically to, it was South by Southwest, the premiere of Good Boys, the movie that he played in nice. and I was the onset punch-up for. Anyway, no, it, people what? are going to think that's very name-droppy, but we got into it because his mom, Patty, is a guest in the pod and he's a child of the pod. That's that's all right. And then beautiful transition into because I had another question where you're a comedian. You've got this awesome new special out, which we'll talk about in just a second. But you're also a writer. Do punch ups Mm -hmm. for films like Good Boys. Mm -hmm. And you've also written for Sarah Silverman and I Love You America. And um, oh, my gosh, Judd Judd Apatow crashing. So I I just have a question because I you do comedy or your stand up, but then you do other things, too, which. I, th- I don't want to say not a lot of comics do that, but I feel like some comics, they're just stand up and they don't branch out into other things. Right. And I had a comedian, Jamie Lisso, who works a lot with Rob Schneider and oh, he's cool. written for a couple shows and, and he wrote or he co-wrote and co-produced The Real Rob on Netflix. And he was telling me, if you're going to be a comedian, don't just be a comedian, do other things too, because you, you can make it work and you can have the time to be able to do those things and he did it and you're another stellar example example of it and I, and I just I wanted to ask I mean how how tough is that to be able to split your time between making specials doing punch-ups writing all that yeah it is hard especially if especially now more than ever because I'm alone in my house so I already was my own boss in a lot of ways when it comes to stand-up mm-hmm. you that's why so, much, so many of us are driven by each other is because if it was up to you, you're not going to make you do your work. You know, it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, some people are self-starters, but that's why we're kind of like, it's a lone sport stand-up is. And so that's why, you know, you, you find your little circles of friends that are stand-ups and you sort of gravitate towards certain people, sort of push you. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to managing it all, it is tough. I mean, it's hard not to talk about what it's like to manage it in the pandemic um, because it feels harder. Um, But because I think when when we were in normal times, BC, before COVID, um, (laughs) I was traveling, you know, and the shows that I was writing for were very uh, encouraging of me continuous stand up or just just supportive, like varying degrees of encouraging, supportive or accepting of it. So when I went into a room, it was understood that I was a comic and that's kind of also what they, 
well, expected from me, knew about me and, uh, and understood that I would be maintaining certain dates. So usually when I was figuring out my contract with whatever show or movie I was working on, it's worked into the contract that I'm allowed to, to leave for, you know, there's a compromise made. I'm not leaving every weekend and sticking people with work, other people with work. Right, um, right, right. Something especially like Crashing, which is about stand-up, they, of all the shows I've ever written on, were probably the most encouraging of me continuing to tour because that would mean more stories mm-hmm. and things like that for the show. Um, but so it felt easier back then because I was just constantly on the move, traveling on the weekends and writing during the week, you know, driving into the office, um, being there all day. And, and so it's sort of like when you're when you go, go, go it's harder to stop and look around and think, wow, I'm doing a lot or whatever it is. You know, your schedule just seems to be busy. But yeah. now I have to be at home and make my schedule. So that it, is a little hard. It's it's really tough. And it's really interesting that you mentioned that because I feel like I hear that a lot from, to make a real, a, a more boring example, a lot of parents where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't know busy until you have a kid or something. And then they yeah. tell me about their day and I, I, I zone out a little bit, but you know, I get the <laughs> gist of it where it's like, you've got all this stuff going on and they still have time to do things that some of them are stand-up comedians, right. uh, et cetera. And I've done it myself where I've been so busy and I just carve out that time and then, and then Netflix out the window or not HBO max mm-hmm. with the new special out, watch <laughs> that. But you know, other things, they just go out and I make room for what I have to do. And that focus just comes in there. So, oh my gosh. I mean, think about if, if you were lucky enough to go to college, think about that. I mean, I was nonstop. It was classes all day, rehearsal at night, sports sometimes after that, and then socializing. It's just like, I think that that probably prepared me pretty well for all the juggling that I would be doing um, because it didn't really stop until six months ago when the world said, take a seat. <laughs> so yes. take a breather. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh, and that's... still, I feel like behind on stuff, you know, like I'm the one who has to push myself to work on my own projects because like not everybody can be micromanaging you. I don't know as much as you, I do have representation like an agent and manager, but that's not someone typically, at least in my experience, who's like, you know, maybe they'll give you a nudge every couple of weeks or something like, how's the script coming? Mm-hmm. But they're not mapping out your day. Yeah. So they're not ripping the Nintendo switch out of your hand. And telling like my you to wife, knock God it damn off. It. <laughs> exactly. That's enough screen time, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan Podman, Stefani. Wait, what's the last? <laughs> that, that is so close, Satani. Yes. Stefan Podman, Satani, get in here <sighs> and drain the noodles. <laughs> it's like you're at the Satani household. This is the conversation every night. Those noodles aren't going to drain themselves. You know, needs to. Put down the switch. <laughs> oh, man. There's got to be a joke in there that's like, it used to, when my day, they told me to go pick out a switch. And now you got to put down the switch. Okay, anyway, sorry about that. I, dig- I digressed. 
Oh, that's good. Two it's different like, meanings of a switch. I but used to that's tell not a my, good joke. I used to tell I no no. My dad told me I had to pick out my switch, and yeah. now I tell my kid he gets to pick out his switch. Yeah, or yeah, kids are spoiled. That's like I think maybe the theme of that potential horrible joke we just came up with. That's very good. I'm gonna cherish that one for a long time. <laughs> you know what? When next time I go up on stage, cross stitch it. <laughs> Get it cross stitched. Put it on the wall. If I ever have a special, I'm gonna name it. Switch it up, and then I'm gonna have. <laughs> it's dead... all switch material. <laughs> one Xbox joke just to mix it up, but then switch, switch, switch. <laughs> God. that's amazing speaking of specials and real ones you've got a real. new special out girl yes. daddy and i i just wanted to talk about it and i i wanted to first i heard you on a podcast one of many where on this one you were saying that it took you three years to come up with this special not to come up but to deliver this special in all of its glory and how it's mm -hmm. packaged now which i think is absolutely incredible and I want to take a little moment of silence. Just like let that soak in. I just heard my wife talking about the noodles. Okay. We're going to jump back <laughs> in there. <laughs> but I, I know you were also talking about, spe you know, specials shouldn't come out every year. And I think you're totally right because one, it kind of denigrates the value of being a special. And then two, I feel like it's really tough to come up with and perfect and present material where it's it's in a place where it's just a, a special and i feel mm -hmm. like throughout girl daddy the audience and me i felt like i was part of it Good. was just laughing throughout every single joke and and it was so well written i feel like and i think that it's always been like that are you going to come up with a question, Stefan? Not yet. Still rambling. <laughs> hey, look, I wasn't judging you. I was receiving the appreciation for my work. Good. Good. I'm going to keep Thank you. spreading it on. But I think that even because I revisited the 2018 special on Netflix. Oh, yes. And oh, boy, was that a delight as well. But I, <laughs> I feel like your writing style is just. Oh, it's it, it makes me angry that I can't get to that level. <laughs> but it also makes me so proud that a human being can be this fucking smart. And I just appreciate your jokes being an amateur where I mean, from the from the fucking TSA joke on the the Netflix special where it's just like, oh, going in, it was like listening to a concert and and just having crescendos with the three ounces and the water, <laughs> speed barfing it out, the yogurt, and then the frisk. And I was like, oh, what kind of ride did I just join? This is amazing. I love well, that. Thank <laughs> you. You're, you're very welcome. But I, I wanted to ask, we'll get back to the writing in a second, but yeah. throughout the three years, what was the process like of from start to completion? You know, like... We said at the beginning, I was doing other jobs. So yeah. um, when it, when that special came out, I was in New York writing on Crashing. From there, I went to another period maybe. Or maybe that was Renaissance. before. Yeah, another period. <laughs> another period. Did you ever watch that? Another period on Comedy Central? No. It's a great – you might like it. If you like fast jokes like packed oh. into a pilot – Another period, it's a Natasha Legero and Ricky Lindholm show. And oh, it's basically okay. like Kardashians meets Downton Abbey. 
it's so funny and I loved getting this chance to work on it. And I wasn't even there that long. Forget how many weeks it was a short contract. Hmm. Anyway, I guess, sorry. The point is I was on the road. So I was like maintaining, it's like, you know, you have your half hour that's done. And then when I went out on tour again, it's rough stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. I remember being in Boston and kind of like eating it a bit and not feeling confident. My friends like, friends that came out to see me that live in the area are like no it's good you're great and I was like dating a comic at the time and he was like well did you do all new and I was like yeah and he's like well you gotta play the hits <laughs> and it's like he's right and my sister says the same thing like when a con- when we go see musicians we want them to play our favorite song and it's like you're right it's just the fear of being the comic that does the same stuff for like a decade you don't want that and so you you're always thinking I gotta write new I gotta write new Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when you're rebuilding, it's just not there yet. It's like a lot of fluff and right. not fluff, but just stuff you're trying. And I'm trying to think of like a perfect analogy. I The way I usually put it is like a rock on the beach and all the times you tell the jokes and perform them, it's waves crashing over them and, you know, smoothing it into a marble. And so even when I think I'm not listening to enough sets or adjusting and changing words and cutting words and making logic more airtight, even when I think I'm not listening to my sets enough, I still am working on it in my head. It's just like in me. So because I look, I listen to a set from 2018 to 2020 and the 2018 one makes me cringe. And I think that's why I don't want to go back to stand up right now because it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Well, it sucks right now for a lot of reasons, but it sucks starting over. It sucks being like, this is in no, like it, it's, it's a potluck of unreliable cooks that got shit from Kroger, you know, where it's like, I don't know if this is going to be a good meal or not. And versus, a meal I've been baking in the kitchen for hours and hours and hours. And I can't wait to serve you on this beautiful table with perfect setting noodles. Yes. Perfectly drained noodles. So it's like, it's hard to want to start over right now. And I guess it took me a long time to build the new hour because I was working on other jobs. But the way it looks is I cut great jokes. They just didn't fit in this special it's almost like um you know when you do you ever go to in and out burger have you ever been oh i live it yes yes okay so i love in and out there's always a guy (laughs) there's always a guy in the back like really smashing those taters through the through the fry maker he's like putting the tater in and going you know like that's what i'm doing with my jokes you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you put the potato in there and you through the machine and out come these nice fries. But in the potato thing, there's like some leftover dirt and some actually decent potato. And that's what I'm left with. I have a bunch of shreddings and I could probably form them into some sort of poutine mixture. But does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's some jokes I, that I would be really good in Canada, but then the <laughs> other one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. But, I, I, maybe I fell asleep. But the point is I <laughs> I have 
jokes that didn't make it in that are going to get a laugh. It's just heterogeneous mixture. It's not like everything I made into this special flowed and Mm -hmm. I cut the fat. The idea was all killer, no filler. Oh, God. Was that a Sum 41 reference? I don't know if it was. Oh, shit. Uh, (laughs) It was actually up on the wall at Ridiculousness, which was my first job out here. All killer, no filler. Oh, nice. Wait. Yeah. That's what it was. Nice. Nice. (laughs) I also did want to say, going back to that metaphor of the fries and Mm -hmm. the shredded taters. I pulled that one out of my butt. Yeah. Hey, that was a a good one. Smells great. Nuance. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> no. no, it was fresh out. Well, it's fresh. I just want to keep on it. But the the taters, I feel like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was what I was looking for. The taters but, and the noodles. The taters and the noodles. I'm a starchy guy. That's what I, I, I stick to. I look at you and I think starch. <laughs> You're a good. starch. Not a star. A starch. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, all right. Oh, but, kid, uh, I'm going to make you a starch. Okay. <laughs> But to the to the point of I feel like you you just dressed these jokes so well and and like you were saying, there were some that just didn't fit in the flow. Yes. And then the ones I, I love that you did that. Because one, hey, you've got these little shavings for so a poutine later on. Yep. But you've also got this beautiful meal where you've got the fries with the ketchup. And I feel mm-hmm. like the ketchup are these beautiful god these beautiful one-liners where like in the start of your special how you were talking about going to cvs and you drop these little ones like uh i bought some should i even spoil it i shouldn't spoil spoil it it. spoiler alert ear muffet if you don't want to hear it there you go or you're like oh i bought condoms because i'm usually the breadwinner of the relationship (laughs) and these little lines are like in 2018 the um yeah the i wanted to lose some weight because i was tired of being brave at the beach Oh yes, yes, yes. I thought I could lose it. I lose it. But I feel like that that's the ketchup and I just love dipping my fries in that and just being like, mmm. Dip. Tasty meal. I love Mm. ketchup. Yeah, I think you just gotta like I look at it like um laugh like laugh lines, I guess I call them laugh lines, meaning sometimes I say I build a set like a fence, you know, like the post and then everything in between has to get you there. But I usually, I I guess it's more like a telephone wire, you know, like these jokes are going to get you to here and here and here. But, but now that I'm thinking of it, maybe it's less that and more just like, I don't, who likes bombing? No one, but I'm just going for like as many jokes as I can, a bunch of laughs per minute. I mean, not in a dat <laughs> fan way, but in a way that's like, I just want laughs the whole time. I don't know. Hungry I'm for laughs. Here. Yeah, I'm hungry for. I'm like a hungry, hungry hippo for laughs. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. God, that was. I'm glad we're not recording video for that one. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get it, and I I feel like that's the. It's just the the prized gem that so many comics seek, and they they can't find the dragon that they chase. You've caught it. You've actually wow. caught the dragon where you're like, I got these laughs in the in per minute. So Yeah, um, I mean it took it takes years of practice and years of, you know, testing the jokes and and then also sometimes just a couple of days. I threw a I threw a tag in there from my friend Hugh like two days before. 
I was going to ask that. I was, well, not that, but I was, that's cool. And I was going to ask how ready was it by taping? Did you have it all packaged and ready to go? Or were you still making some last minute adjustments? I made last minute adjustments for sure. And I actually switched something around in one of the jokes that I never do, but it ended up working. Um, it's interesting what pressure and will do to your brain, you know, pressure and nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you've been doing it for a long time, you can't really prepare yourself for it. So sometimes your mind just does weird things that you're not prepared for. So yeah, I switched some words around it in a joke and I was like, God damn it. That's not how you say that normally. But then I listened back and I was like, that's actually better. <laughs> oh, how serendipitous. Yeah. And- and to that point, too, I feel like the unexpected sometimes happens either with you, whether you accidentally rrr, rrr, with a yes. sentence or the crowd, too, because it's like, oh, you, yeah, I, I I still give so much respect to comics that do crowd work because I feel like you never know what you're going to get. And mm. then especially on a special when you're taping it. Um, right. Like, that girl like was talking to me a lot at the beginning <laughs> and I was like, OK, we'll talk more later. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> you're like wait does your hair get thin too oh yeah okay, yeah we'll, we'll talk more later yeah because i was like all right like i did talk to her but like that's the point you can't you don't know what you're gonna get she didn't do anything wrong i'm just saying she was just like ready to chat and usually you want to pick somebody that looks a little shy so you're not mortified but they're not gonna treat it like an open mic right themselves so um yeah, in fact, I worried I came off a little rude uh, at initially, like in the moment. But when I watch it back, I'm like, oh, no, it's fine. Oh, when I watched it, I thought it was – I didn't think you were rude at all. I thought you were like – I thought yeah, it was really funny how you were like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. As in a yeah, friendly yeah, – yeah. like I thought you were going to talk with her about it later. Cause, yeah, yeah. So. And I would have actually if she wanted to after the show. But – um, they took me away, so everybody left. <laughs> they pulled, they got the, ca- the <laughs> they, cane and then just. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you're done and <laughs> get out of here. Um, oh, man. Well. Yeah. But there was a reaction to a joke that never happens. Like I would say one out of 20 times, if not even slimmer odds, where I say, there's not a woman in here who doesn't love orgasming. And usually the crowd goes, Woo-hoo! and no one did. And I was like, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't, like my mind didn't go anywhere. I should have said like, wait, do we have a problem in Minneapolis? Like with women <laughs> not coming? But I also am recording my special. So I'm like, I just want to keep it moving. So when they didn't woo, I just said, the next line of that joke, which is there's not a woman in here who, who doesn't love orgasming. It's the sex. That's the problem. So I say it just kind of one right after the other, when normally I'm used to getting a reaction. So that, that threw me off a little. I'll tell you what, I heard you say that on another podcast before I listened, watched the special and I watched it and from the point of already knowing, and I think you just went super fluid where I was expecting oh, like a, uh, but yeah, you nailed it, Beth. Thank you. You really nailed it. Thanks. God. Well, this but is, is it, it, it's like, remember when I said Stefan Stefani and yes. that wasn't right. 
Right. It's but but it's not Stephen. It's not Steve. It, it's Stefan Sitani. So Sitani, I know it's that Stephen I don't look Italian Sitani. at all. Yeah, you, but you could be. It's could Sitani be. is Italian for seven years. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't um, know what that means. It's some cryptic who, message that I I'll find it, out wait, later. Wait, was Italian? Okay. Mi piace Stefan. Aw, grazie. <laughs> Prego. What's that anche, mean? Anche. Tu mi piaci. I like you too. Beth. Grazie. And that's all I know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I lived in Italy. I actually wanted to be an Italian teacher. Okay. And I taught for two years and I hated it. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Why don't kids, how old were the kids? They were first to third graders. Oh my goodness. So they were just trying to grasp the English language probably at that point. Although they do say teaching a different language is best younger. Yes. But I I guess that would have been frustrating. It was basically it was like an after school program. It was free, so a bunch of parents were like, Oh, the kids out of the house for another forty five minutes? See, <laughs> si, signore. So they, they pushed him over and then I was like, All right, guys, after I teach you how to drain the noodles, we're gonna learn the alphabet. And they're like, No, 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 we don't want to do that, Mr. No, Stefani. St- Mr. Stefani, this is al dente. <laughs> I, I did no, I also uh, no mi piace. No, no, no. No. I did teach English to little bambini, little kids Aww. in Italy, and they are so fucking adorable when they speak they'd be playing soccer and i'd be like no 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 that's against the rules and be like no 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 (laughs) stefan so (laughs) it was very cute but anyway okay anyway enough about my boring italian ass we're gonna get back to well actually we're gonna jump into the self-help portion unless you have anything else beth that you want to say no i'm honored that you watched the special honestly i'm glad it I'm glad you enjoyed, connected with it, and and it, uh, you know, whatever informed your comedy or something like that. Oh, it was amazing for me and my wife as well. Which is not, a, I'm a comedy nerd. She's not so much. But yeah. I told her I was like, oh, I'm a little nervous, a little excited because I've got Beth on today. And she's like, which one's that? And I was like, Wheelie oh, Bones. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been saying that in the house for I don't know yes, how long. I love it. And, That's uh, a real she's... kid. Yeah, that is amazing, by the way. And and the wheel we boat. God damn it, you're so funny. <laughs> Fuck, I've never been this frustrated at anybody before. <laughs> I know the feeling. You basically you watch a comic and you're just like, God dang it, why didn't I think of that? Oh, you're kind of the highest compliment you can give another comic. Oh, and I feel like I want to be you when I grow up, Beth. Even Beth, though I'm probably older than you. I hope you can. You. <laughs> because I hope you're... you can be. I believe in you. Pod nuance. Man. Nuance, Podman. Wait, hold on. Let's see here. Nuance. Am I reading oh. it right? Oh, I thought that was Elvish for a second. No. I thought we. It says nuance. Oh, oh, look. I think I held it upside down. Oh, yeah, now it's nice. It wrong. Nice. It's very nuanced for nuance, which I like. It's You're right. Wrapped up, right. beautiful. I love rings with things written on them. Rings. I've got a girl things. daddy ring, and I have a weary bones ring, oh, and the O has like a little fake diamond. 
Are you selling them? Can I buy them? I wish. I, I talked about pairing up with Snash to do it, Snash Jewelry. Mm-hmm. But the truth is they're they're just like a little they're they're not cheapy, you know? They're like a higher price point. And it's already like when people come to pay to see me, I'm a horrible businesswoman. Like I'm I feel bad charging for my hats. Like I do because they cost me money. But mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm bad at that. I'm like, thanks for coming to see me. And I don't want to charge people more. I feel I'm a bad businesswoman is end of the story. Well, never fear. Podman is here. And I'm about to say best selling you guys. Amazing. From what you've heard so far, listen to this. Watch the special. Please. She's do. got one on Netflix. She's got one on HBO Max. It's hilarious. Girl Daddy. And yes. uh, just watch the it. Netflix the Netflix one is the stand ups season one, episode five. five. And then the Girl Daddy, if you don't have HBO Max, you can just go to HBO Max dot com. HB, yeah. And do the free trial. Just cancel before seven days. Right, right. That, you know what? I ended up doing that, and I'm going to keep it because I saw all this good shit that's that's on HBO Max. Oh, good, good, It's on Netflix, so I'm keeping it, and you guys should too. The link's going to be in the show notes as, lo- as well as the links to all Beth's merch and her website, sweetbeth.com. Yes. Hello. And you know what? I actually just changed it to bethstelling.com, although I bet if you go to sweetbeth, it'll redirect you. Oh, but okay. I did it. I did bethstelling.com backslash store. Okay. Let's get into the self-help because Self- I really I derailed us. No, 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 you're good. It's a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Today's episode is presented by Vare. Vare was founded with the goal of building an affordable, everyday wristwatch that blends tasteful design with extreme durability and functionality. Vare returns a sense of dignity to affordable wristwatches and are built to last. Vare is a true American watch company specializing in both quartz and automatic watches. Vayer is offering my listeners 15% off if you use the code PODGO15. Go to VayerWatches.com to learn more and get your new timepiece today. The clock's ticking. We're going to get motivated before we get into the questions with an inspirational quote. But before I, I pro- before I get into the one that I've provided, I wanted to ask you, do you have any inspirational quotes that help you get through your dark days? Mm, yes, I do. Let me think of some like... Uh, I'm trying to look at one that I like. Hold on. Let me think of her name. Oh, you're good. I. Oh, I like this one. First of all, I really like Cheryl Strayed, um, her book, Tiny Beautiful Things. And in that, she quotes Audrey Rich. And the quote is, I choose to love this time for once with all my intelligence. Holy shit. Wow. It's Is it like, hold on. I don't know if I'm smart enough to decipher that quote, but that's like, I I truly am in the moment and appreciating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and with everything I know about my life in this world, I will put forth towards loving this time in my life, not hoping for the future, dwelling on the past, but with everything I know, I choose to love this time. That's beautiful, and especially now in a mid pandemic where things are looking grim for a lot of people. And I mean, I, I'm very grateful. I try to be grateful every day because sometimes these waves of anxiety come up and I was like, what are you doing with your life? Blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you writing? Why aren't you doing this? And then uh, the ebbs and flows. And I think, okay, you know what? I have a roof over my head. It may have some leaks, but that's okay. I have a wife that yells at me to dry my noodles. Noodles. But I still, you know what? It's a loving tone and we get to enjoy noodles together. Exactly. And we have noodles. Me, Piace, my wife. So <laughs> I think 
Dante Elmo. Your wife. That's that's for all the Italian listeners out there. <laughs> but anyway, great quote. Thank you, Beth. I'm going to yes. get into the quote that I have. And it's actually not by a person at all. It's, it's by just... A... <laughs> yeah, it's a mean old fart. Let her rip. Hashtag he just farts into man. the microphone. You just got pod manned. <laughs> You're a... <laughs> Oh my god, you got hot pottied. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well <laughs> this quote, it's actually by a robot. It's called Inspirobot. And what it does is it uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man mm. and just mash them together for a really tasty inspirational quote. I can't wait. This week, Inspirobot says, They can change you. They can let go of you, but they can never take away your hat that's right and you've got a hat on never take away your hat if you buy a girl daddy hat at bestselling.com <laughs> they can never take it away ever. exactly don't let them but they can't anyway even if they tried they can't never. i love how that it's like they can change you <laughs> but they can't take your hat I feel like that's the first thing everybody takes. In every movie I've seen about bullies, they take the kid's hat and then they throw it and play monkey in the middle. So Yeah. I've never been a hat person until recently. I guess because I got in the hat game, I had to be. Well, yeah, once this you is actually one of the ones that went wrong. Look, it's got it's missing this. So it's got tape on it. Like they said they messed up. Oh, shit. I'm wearing, I'm, I'm wearing reject. Oh, well, a prototype. I, I yeah, love prototype. How, I love how the hat game. That seems like an interesting game. Game. To I'm, get in the, in. I'm in the hat yeah. game. Yeah, I'm in the game of what do they call them? lids? Is that slang for hat? With a Z. Yeah, my lids. friend. Su- my friend Susie was like the number one salesperson at lids in the in like the entire country because she would get people to like upgrade and customize their hats and stuff. That Pretty is so cool. That is cool. I, I don't, don't mean to brag here, but on those old Rosetta Stone kiosks, no, I also sold at Lids. No, no, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> what if it was like your mortal enemy, you know, Susie? I could never beat her Lids record. I was always number two. God damn it. I could <laughs> never beat it. But I, I worked at Rosetta Stone mm-hmm. right after college, and I was in, at the kiosks selling the stones. And I actually, because I spoke Italian, and then I learned Portuguese, which is how I met my wife. And uh, I ended up practicing the languages at the kiosk and people would be like, what's that? And then I would sell. So I became one of the top sellers in the country. The world. Stefan. Yeah. You know. Congratulations. And then I got fired. No, they laid everybody off. They laid everybody off. Yeah. They were like, look, what's the, what's the word for kiosk? Okay, I gotta go. Anyway, sorry. Let's do this. We better do. <laughs> We're good. We'll we'll answer Como these. DJ bankrupt. <laughs> Bancarotto. <laughs> Stefan. That's what. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right, we've got our first question. This okay. one, we're gonna do some rapid fire here. Where should I hide the engagement ring on a trip? Oh, and I'm sorry. This question's from Reddit and it's by our fan Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. 
Where should I hide the engagement ring on a trip? I'm planning on proposing to my girlfriend in the next few days. We leave tomorrow and all bags are ready. The car is ready. Everything. But I didn't put it, the ring in the luggages yet. Where should I hide it? In my socks? In the car? Please help. Sincerely, hit it and commit it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Oof. Well, do you guys have sock fights? That's question number one. Oh, all fights, the time. Oh. You're going to not want to put that ring in the socks because it could go flying. Oh. If you're chucking socks at each other, which is like a fun thing to chuck because it doesn't Also, hurt. TSA, won't they be like, sir, Excuse can you please? Excuse me. Yeah. You got a ring? Are you trying to mm. smuggle this ring in through your sock? And he's like, Shh, dude, you're blowing up my spot. Bro, I'm going to propose, bro. Bro, bro, can you just... He's like, don't make me do it right here. He's like, dude, your shoes are already off. Just get down on one knee when you're retying. He has to propose oh. in the TSA line. Oh, she my hates God. him forever. And then he gets knocked over because he didn't pass the test and they got to do the frisk thing. God. Yep. Fuck. Bad idea. Okay. Right. Okay. Ma- so... Maybe, maybe wear it as your ring. Wear it as mm-hmm. your own. But just flip... Like- Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, he wears it on his own, and he's like, are you jealous? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm he's committed like, look, to I can myself. Still, yeah. Or you could be like, look, I'll still, I'll still go on this trip with you, but yeah, I did get engaged. <laughs> and then he's like, psych. It's for you, bitch. I love you, bitch. <laughs> Will you marry me? I'm- I love you, bitch. What a great way to propose. Oh, wait. Hold on. What is that? It's like an um, Gavin, who is like one of my best friends, and we dated for a while. He sent me this hilarious... I think it's a Vine. It's a guy playing guitar, and he's like, I love you, bitch. I ain't never going to stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> anyway, somebody that's, find that, because I beautiful. definitely channeled that. That that was beautiful. All right. I feel like we've got given him all the answers he needs, so we're yes. going to move on to the next question. Hit and the me last with question. The next. Fire away. Oh, oh God. Uh, question. <laughs> next question from Reddit. It's from our fan, Becca. Thank you for sending this in, Becca. I lost my inner monologue. What are some ways I can get it back? So for a while now, I haven't experienced my inner monologue that always made me motivated and kept me on top of things. My mind isn't peaceful. Rather, I have daydreams a lot now instead and don't get things done. What can I do? Sincerely. I needed voice. Wow. I mean, this is like a vulnerable question. So thanks, Becca. Maybe you don't see it as vulnerable, but, you know, it's it's sharing with us because it's making us wonder, are we supposed to have inner monologues? And like, <laughs> where do I go for that acting class? You know, like who was your teacher? Because I'm over here constantly cloudy. Like, welcome to my world, Becca. I'm over here straight up not getting anything done and I'm constantly cloudy. So I think you had it good. And I think you just have to cherish what you had because not all of us had it. Live on those memories and be like, remember the times when I had an inner monologue and now. But but the truth is, too, she's not wrong. Like these times are tough for everyone for different and varying degrees, like the pandemic in general. I think a lot of people are feeling cloudy, lost, uh, unmotivated, survival mode, perhaps, and lacking connection. I mean, I did a self-tape where I read with myself. I recorded my voice, and then I read with myself. I mean, it was actually kind of fun. But the point is, (laughs) 
<laughs> we're doing a lot on our own. And if Becca, you live by yourself, but maybe you, just you could self-tape your yourself. Voice, yes. Yay! Beth. Oh so well, maybe. you you had the idea already. I feel like I kind of just hitched a ride on it, and so I, loved I felt it. like we That's bonded. That's what riffing's all about. Beth and the Podman. Beth and the Podman back at it again. God, I love being the Robin to your Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy advice, Beth! That was great. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, I think that is a perfect place to end on. Record yourself. Telling yeah. yourself good things. I actually kind of, I might try that. Maybe I make may my try ringtone. it too, and then we'll have to email each other and see how it goes. Oh, man. Maybe how, I'll do a song. how long should we do? Like, should we say, like, good morning to ourselves? And what if it creeps our, us out? I was going to sing myself. I need to, myself, to know what hers was. What was her inner monologue? Was it like, was it like waking up in the morning, be like, hmm, what a nice day. And then she goes and she looks in the mirror and it's like, you look great. You know, and I hope you have a good day. Or was is it like looking and talking at yourself, or is it more like today is going to be a good day, and here's why? Like Evan Hansen. Oh man, yours is so much more. <clears throat> yours is so much more positive than mine. I was thinking of it being like a yelling version of me being like, "Get the fuck off your phone! Oh, wake up! Kind. What are you doing?" And yeah, so like, we got to be kind. Like, get up! Go where? Don't <laughs> boil the noodles. You're, you're doing great you're doing amazing just yeah. positive vibes inspiring me how about yeah i was gonna say it needs to be gentler so then maybe we just try a couple i might creep myself out hi beth like that or are hey. we saying today is gonna be a great day you are blankety blank blank you're great you're you can do this on your own you depend on yourself and no one else and you're safe I okay. I cl- I kind of tried to close my eyes a little bit and hear you being my inner monologue. Mm-hmm. So how are I, we going to do it? I like. Is it, it talking like that, or is it, "Hey, Stefan," like you don't want to talk to yourself. You want to say like, "Today is a good day." The do a British version of you, because that's like always that. more fancy. Hello, Yo. Stefan. Uh, right, I like great. that. Like receive pronunciation or cockney, like hello, or like hello, hello, dear, hello, dear, Beth, hello, <laughs> hello there, Stefan. I can't answer the phone, but only got. I don't know. I forget where I was going with that. You've got some great poutine, Beth. Go with oh, the poutine. Dear. Oh dear, no. <laughs> I feel like that would be, you know, receive we're... pronunciation. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We You'll have to experiment. There. We gave you the right idea, so you mm. need to run with it because that's on Hit you. Hit that voice memo. I hope you have an iPhone. Hit that voice memo. Hit say it. what you used to hear yourself say. If if you've got an and Android, you've got a lot more to worry about than just exactly. voices. So exactly. Anyway, I think that's a great note to end on. So we've reached the end of our show oh no but oh yeah because it was a great one and beth you were an awesome guest thank you so much for joining first off yes you're welcome Stefan. it was fun it was a lot of fun and have you been recording i have been okay good i did double check just in case i was like god i know Um, i got scared 
But anyway, where can people find you? What have you got going on? What have you got to plug? What is that beautiful thing on your head? This is my hat. It's available at bethstelling.com backslash store. Um, my tour is not happening. I'm taking a break. I'm writing on different things. So I'll be over here writing maybe some entertainment that you'll enjoy years down the road because <laughs> it's still got to be made. Oh, but nice. that's what I'm up to. And I'm just at Beth Stelling on everything, Instagram and Twitter. I'm not on TikTok or anything like that. <clears throat> Good for you. I like that. All of those links are going to be in the show notes, guys, so you don't have to worry. You just click, 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 or thumb, 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 or finger. Go oh, ahead. And we already talked about it at the beginning, but along, in addition to Steph and Satani's Podman podcast, yes. I have one called We Called Your Mom, and we just call people's moms. It's fun. So we talked to Maria Bamford's mom, Marilyn, Seth Rogen's mom, Sandy. The list goes on. Sam Richardson's mom, Lydia. It's fun. Awesome. And the link to that is going to be in the show notes too. Maybe it'll also be related to, but whatever. Find it, listen to it because it's hilarious. It's fun. It's hilarious. Love, love you. And your mom. Your mom is great. She's a I'm natural. Gonna send, I'm going to send your love. Yeah. Podman. Fuck. If I get into the the hat game, Podman. Podman. Oh. I really <laughs> like it. I Look, I'm obviously biased. And maybe other people would be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But when I emailed it to you, it made me laugh. And then when you received it in a funny way, it also made me laugh again. And then when I emailed you again today, like I'll see you then. I liked calling you Podman, but it could just be for us. I, I don't know. We'll tr- you know what? I'll try it on for size. We'll see if we can, fun. We can uh, change the world. It's fun as long as we know it's silly. I think if you like took it on seriously and said, hey, um... Like another comic, like, hey, would you come on my podcast? And then you wrote, uh, thanks for considering Stephen Podman Satani. I think like maybe that would be weird. So it could be just for us. Or if I don't my know. merch is like a big American flag with a screeching eagle and it's like Podman. Podman. It could actually be cool. Well, Beth, thank you so much. I you hope you have a pleasant evening. Get a little work done and then... Sleep. Just get you some ram. Ram, ram, ram. <laughs> Bye. 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 Go get the noodle. <laughs>